I Saw a Picture is a podcast in which I will describe to you an image. The descriptions will wander. The images referenced may or may not exist. Each section of the podcast contains 10 episodes. Each episode contains 1,000 words. Episodes will be released consecutively on days divisible by 7, after which point there will be a brief hiatus between sections. The first section is Filed Under N for Nature. The following episode is about Ocean. I saw a picture of the ocean. An ocean? The ocean. They're all connected in some way, right? I know why Homer called it a wine-dark sea. The depths that indigo reaches feels too thick for just water, too heavy. It would be a dry wine, salty, borderline oppressive. Blue doesn't seem enough to describe the intensity, the immensity of its weight. I still do not know what causes the foam on the sea. I've looked it up before, though it always drifts out of my memory as soon as I try to catch it. I can't be the only one who sees those veins of white shading the surface like a charcoal rubbing on rough concrete and immediately thinks, that is exactly what a perfectly marbled steak should look like. Considering the way the ocean moves, it's not too far off from the striations of muscle tissue. Though instead of tensing and contracting, the waves tend to lumber sleepily into one another, like a punishment from Greek gods, eternally colliding, breaking and reforming, never resting all parts at once. And like the heroes and villains of myth, their punishment comes from a force too powerful and too far away to be fathomed by the droplets that are assimilated into the tide. But punishment belies the apathy that drives the endless drone of rising and falling waves, the secrets hidden far beneath an unforgiving and uncaring surface, not eager, but ready to suffocate anything under their limited infinity as much as the pressure of their own waves. The crash sounds like a roar more than a cry, instinctive, not symbolic. And in this picture, the sky and the sea kissed like shadows' edges at the horizon, such that the line between the two was less of a barrier and more of an agreement, a fuzzy area that is difficult to delineate. Without the light of the sun, the navies all bleed into each other. It is quiet. Despite the noise of the waves and the wind, the magnitude of a space filled and empty, the groans of ancient titans stretching across their domain, spinning ripples into tidal waves out to the shore only to be swallowed back into itself despite all of this, it feels calm. Maybe that is why its anger feels all the more violent. Not calculating, but cold, as most things that lack a heart tend to be as most things that could never love you in the same way, with the same fervor, with the same awe and respect and fear as you could love them, tend to be. Imagine being jilted in such a way as when the water retracts from the shore before a hurricane, all of the signs cropping up, the silence growing worrisome as the one you thought you knew withdraws, until worry turns into abject terror and everything that was pushed down surges outward through air, through water stripping house from foundation and foundation from land, an act of violence too cruel to be premeditated, leaving behind a silence that differs only in feeling from the one that preceded the storm. Imagine loving something like a wave that only knows how to break. Imagine losing yourself in it, along with everything else it has truly known. It's hypnotic how a heartless wretch of a beast bewitches the wills of those who ought to know how to read the meaning behind a scarlet sky. Those who forgot to heed the warnings of second-hand stories of sailors who witnessed its wrath and barely escaped with their lives. 
of those who heard tales of the water rising from hell as a leviathan marking the territory of the heavens, of a wall so high it shrouds the skies, the clouds, the light of a fighting moon that has lost control of its domain for a moment, though a moment is enough. Because the true horizon in this picture is hard to find, the line lies somewhere far behind the dam of water that denies any light or air or escape that might beget even the slightest vein of hope. When a rogue wave extends the surface of the ocean perpendicular to its native plane, it eclipses everything. Everything. And this picture was a barrier. For a fragment, it was the universe to its witnesses. It was the ghost story of so many ships lost to monsters, to mermaids shattered across rocks and shorelines disappeared, never to be found, to be remembered by loved ones who saw it abandoned existence past the horizon, honored in a book somewhere alongside the word mystery. Apathy is the second best way to keep a secret. The first is forgetting. The ocean remembers its victims as a person remembers an ant that acquaints itself with death beneath their shoe. There is always something that cares more or less than you. This is a hard concept to take toward infinity. Because for so long, rogue waves held themselves as much toward mystery as they did myth. A sudden, uncharacteristic expression of force that leaves no or few survivors is hard to catalog, and stories of the sea find their retellings to be as lucrative when couched in fiction as in reality. There is little to profit off that which cannot be controlled, and little to tell about that which is not understood. But now there are pictures, untainted by the deterioration of memory, the sensationalization of experience, though not entirely unbiased in their inception or interpretation. When I see a picture of the sea, the kind that reminds me of its size, of its power, of something so volatile to house so much life, I can't help but think, what a way to be consumed by the earth, to be forgotten so wholly, so callously, to lose oneself for miles, even if it's just during the time it takes to arrive elsewhere. What a passionate indifference. Because even this solitary giant, this lone juggernaut of a wave, only breaks on the surface. If you enjoyed the words you just heard, please subscribe to I Saw a Picture wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a kind review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. You can find transcripts and support the production of I Saw a Picture, along with my other work through patreon.com slash ameliasong. Thank you.